Jamie Madness. Hello. Welcome to another episode of the Jelly Phil Donut Podcast. Here we go. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. Um, we're back in the swing of things here. Pro- trust me on that one. We're definitely doing this all the time now. Yeah. Hopefully, yes. <laughs> Not to be proven wrong in a couple of weeks' time. But we are here. Um, we are smack bag in the middle of the biggest piece of filler we've ever had. Um, so far. So far, yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, it, it's not looking like uh, it's going to change anytime soon, at least for the next couple of weeks. But um, we just had our first band episode that you may have uh, listened to last week, which was uh, a barrel of laughs for everyone involved. Sorry, two barrels of laughs. <laughs> two chunks of laughs. Two chunks of laughs, yes, absolutely. Um, for the lads, you know, the lads, lads, lads. Um, confused lads, lads, lads. The lads, 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 lads. Still very confused. Yeah, very confused, yeah. yeah. Listen, everyone has a phase, James. We all have a phase, you know. Uh, anyway, um, so either way, we are um, we are about to jump into another episode, uh, which will completely ignore the fact that James had a pair of tits last time out, because we really do need to move on from that. And they forgot halfway through the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was back in his cost in his gear. Yeah, like when he like, got into the Gardo sub. That's it. I was like, well, enough of that shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, this episode, convenient enough, um, does actually have some new Pokemon in it, because Woo! it's in the title. Yes. I wonder um, who they are. Namely, Tentacool and Tentacruel. Woo! Now, I'm not going to say I don't dislike Tentacool, but it's a Zubat of the Sea, um, for all intents and purposes. I, I'm going to jump out and probably a controversial opinion, but I like both of these Pokemon. Okay. Do you want to explain yourself why? Uh, I got them as a evolutionary pair with the tentacruel being a shiny in my first ever booster pack of cards oh okay oh okay that'll do it so yeah i always had a, a soft spot for these guys hmm. <laughs> a squishy spot squishy spot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right down the center where the little jewel is <laughs> no i think these guys are worse than zubat zubat is stuck in two caves in total mm. like um and then is is done with you don't have it from that point onwards whereas yeah. any route you're in any water, any sea water sea routes yeah and they are they're as attack they're as attacking as Zubat is yeah. but their level range can be so wildly swinging like mm. at any point you can either be fighting a le- something in his thirties or something at level five like yeah which it's, is it's that point, way yeah. more annoying as well. Oh, it totally is, and the thing about that is like, um, especially with this, with that kind of comparison with Zubat, as you said, like you know, you can kind of do your well, well to avoid caves. You can't really avoid the sea though, yeah. and like at some point in a Pokemon game, you're gonna to have to surf, and yeah. you're gonna to have to avoid tentacles. Like I'm, I'm reminded of uh, of Gold and Silver, where like you have to go from say the seaside, was the Olivine City, to yeah. the island Keenwood. Yeah. And in order to do that, you have to go around these four big swirl islands where Lugia lives. And it's a fucking long way around. At least, at least it felt like that now. Funny that there was a shortcut that no one took because you just kept like following the beads. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like it's just like tentacle, tentacle, tentacle. Oh, uh, tentacle, nice. I was like, oh, mantine, let's catch that. Yeah. Tentacle, 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 tentacle. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute fucking pain. Um, but yeah, I, I think we can all sympathise in that regard, like, you know. But um, at least in this episode, they gave, you gave them a little bit of meat on the bones if you like they weren't just a, a stupid jellyfish to, to us because um, nothing beats a jellyfish donut as we say oh yeah um, so yeah we, we'll start off the episode with that then so we get a pleasant look over blue skies blue seas we see uh, a trawler heading into port we see some sort of like nice little big ass uh, construction site on yeah. the uh, hang, uh, overlook at the port and they treat them a hang off pier wishing a boat would take them off the island and the narrator goes, see these three? They should have pre-booked their tickets because they're all fucking idiots. They missed their boats. Yep. Let's all laugh at the idiots. <laughs> and then we get the title screen, basically. <laughs> this is the case, like, here's your setup for this episode. They're still in Porta Vista. Yeah. <laughs> As if to say to us, yep, it's still it's, filler. It's still here. We're still here. So, um, as I said, they have to wait three hours until the next one and we get our title screen from that. So... We don't wait long for shit to happen though, as Pikachu points at something in the sea and Missy says it's a horsey. Horsey! It's a very cute horsey. <laughs> um, and yeah, it, horsey's a very cute one, isn't it? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so the Pokedex gives a rundown about what it is, saying that it's a dragon Pokemon. Um, I think you're confused. Not yet. Not yet. Give it time. I think you mean a seahorse, but okay. Um, Brock says it's injured and a close-up shows a horsey with a black eye. So it's been in a fight, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, Missy remarks that there's no centre around, so she thinks of catching it, which is actually a, a, a shrewd move, in fairness. Yeah, yes. You know, because it can't get more injured, I guess. Um, I mean, it can. 
It can, but you're not going to, like, in, 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 in the grace of God, you're not going to just, like, battle it again to make it worse, like, I If he was a competent trainer, he would. Well, this is Missy we're talking about, so, like, surely she has some form of standards. Um, so, yeah. She's hanging those... around with Ash. True. Stop. I don't, <laughs> again, I. Well, she's just waiting for her bike back. That's She'll insane. fuck off as soon as she gets her bike. <laughs> so she's not willingly hanging around because she enjoys his company. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think anyone enjoys Ash's company except for maybe not Brock. Not his mom. Yeah. Sent <laughs> and Pikachu is like legally obliged to enjoy his company. So, yeah. Anyway, so uh, as I said, um, she thinks of catching it, but uh, ultimately uh, she gets uh, sidetracked as Horsey turns and spouts ink all over the water. And we see the outline of two jellyfish, one small and one large. Um, and the horse is like kind of like doing the kind of like pokey speak to the heroes yep. and Burkle's going to do a great impression of it now horsey 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 Missy presses ahead with catching it and before that happens the boat at sea suddenly explodes and we see sailors jumping off deck it was like whoa what the hell happened here I was like yes it only took him 19 episodes as but finally the IRA have arrived <laughs> fantastic <laughs> attacked too soon Ash wasn't on the boat yet <laughs> Honestly, lads, you you really have taken brought the worst people down. It's terrible, and um, so yes, uh, it's it, it comes to that. And so Mrs. says that we have to act fast. And out comes Starry, Starry, and Goldine as your as your rescue crew. Ash amazes that Misty. Well, you were able to throw three Pokeballs at one time. It's like, dude, fucking help out! <laughs> you have a Squirtle that can be helpful here, and a Pidgeot. Uh, yeah, Pidgeotto. A, a bird. Yeah. Yes. Um, he saw the look at, look for a boat to save them so him and Brock uh, rush off we see Starry gliding and lifting a sailor out of the water Starry pushes another one out and Goldie and Fairy's one into shots so we see them actually being saved no one, no one died at least not on the screen well those three got saved three, don't know how many at least that three sailors there's a crew of 47 but at least three are safe <laughs> um, Missy is on a boat with Ash and Brock as she commands them to bring them to shore while the horsey hides under the dock because he knows what's coming next <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. On the boat, Ash is trying to talk to one of the sailors, who he remarks looks paralysed, um, which is interesting. Yeah. Brock asks what happened, and the sailor is obsessed about telling the boss. Like he's like okay. he's out, he's like kind of in, in a delirium as a word. Yeah. So the boat sails off as he cuts on underwater, where we see black silhouettes closing in. Oh shit. Yeah. Um, clearly, this is Cthulhu also arriving in the Pokemon universe. So you know, about time to be honest. Um, we see a woman uh, looking a lot like Rutella saying that she's the boss so she's kind of in like kind of more like a kimono gear at this point yeah, yeah. socks and sandals still yeah prevailing here yeah um, that's how you know that they're related apparently yeah all horrible fashion sense so um, this one I found her a lot creepier in a sense because she's surrounded by four men in swimming trunks saying thanks for rescuing her men and they're all like teenage like they're all, like young yes. adults so they're all like they're meant to be like fan like yeah uh, like fanboys as a word like they're actually fanning her but I just find it weird that she's just she's an old an, an old uh, grotesque looking woman, like surrounded by teenage men, men essentially. Yep. Who don't seem to have any free will. Like these are just like uh, just, fans. Yeah, fan her out and yeah. Keep her she, cool. She has her voice. She's she so hot headed, maybe. Probably, or maybe she's just paying them to be naked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if men can do it. I mean, it, it, like Gary I, has his six. She yeah. only has four. Yeah. We have to we have to reassort of the gender balance somehow. So, yeah, <laughs> they get two or more added on in the uh, in the HD remake of the episode, <laughs> just to balance it out. Oh God, her in HD. Oh no, jeez no, she looked like a fucking cloud field. Um, so she laughs as the four boys pose around her with fans. Uh, ask uh, ask for a trip to the mainland. The old woman says they're not getting away with that easy. A favor after saving all of my men, and even the men I like naked. <laughs> Uh, and uh, basically say you have to wait here until you see my new resort I was like oh no you're going to show us the new resort yeah no you're showing us our new resort <laughs> so, is that the one that's currently being built oh my god we have to stay until the buildings construction <laughs> it's more of a case of like Ash themselves realising oh god this is a filler episode isn't it yeah. oh god no uh, <laughs> so a model sits in shot with a ferris wheel other attractions uh, Missy notes it's being built uh, out in the ocean and the woman says, yes, calling it Nastina's Paradise. An ultra-luxury hotel to end all hotels. Like, if your name's Nastina, you probably wouldn't want to name anything after yourself. Well, I think what we're, what we're establishing with Nastina is that she has a bit of a, a narcissistic personality. You know, if I'm really going to dive into this completely irrelevant character, narcissism is where I'm getting from this. Like, oh, isn't Nastina generous? 
oh she's so good isn't she? <laughs> she's so good to hire teenage like twinks essentially to swarm around her <laughs> fanning her for the rest of their lives like to be fair like she probably does like them at a certain age so once you like reach like 24 off they go to be a sailor like, you know yeah. It's a natural progression. It's just like, well, you were a fanboy, now you can be a construction worker. Now get out of my sight, you're too ugly. Appetite <laughs> generous. Aren't I so good? Um, so, yeah, you can see, we, we kind of get a, a kind of a breakdown of what it is. So, we see her like sitting in a chair surrounded by like, a glass aquarium of like coral and fish and sea urchins and all stuff. Not Pokemon, just fish. Yeah. yeah. Actual real life fish. Actual tangible, eatable fish. So, she, see, she says it's built over the island's coral reef, but are annoyed at the tentacle interfering with construction. Now, folks, finally, environmentalism makes its way yes. into the Pokemon universe. We've been waiting for this. How humans and Pokemon live in harmony, except for the awful capitalists that are trying to destroy it. Um, so, Brock then realises that Tentacool paralyzes sailors, and Athena calls them despicable creatures forcing tourists away. And this is where Misty gets tick. Yeah. Because <laughs> one, one, it's a water Pokemon. Two, she loves them. And three, she's definitely an environmentalist. Oh, yes. She's definitely gone on the march, like... That's why she's like so annoyed about her bike. It's her only mode of, mode of transport. That's it. Yeah, it, it goes without saying. And um, so yeah, she gets annoyed, and Cena explains why. Because and here's the three rules: one, they're disgusting; two, you can't eat them; and three, they're hurting her profits. Oh yeah, yeah. I like that. Like those are all like equal in that point. Yeah. Like again, it's not gonna be the first comparison between this and Star Trek I'm going to make in this episode, but Nasina is a Ferengi because she even looks like one as well. Like. Maybe Rick's gonna help me out here for making a side by side comparison, but like it's very clearly like the same face and everything. It's uh, <laughs> it's quite impressive. But um, so anyway, Nastina wants them to handle her tentacle extermination project, and yeah. um, and two fanboys in, uh, unveil a massive buffet of delicious looking food, which will apparently be. Prepared. I don't know what about saving a load of her sailors gives her the impression that the kids are gonna be any good at being exterminators. Neither do I. I think it's a case of like, oh wow, some some people are here. <laughs> I need people. Like, she does put out calls of um, anyone who can deal with this shit for me. Yes. Yeah. So She just uses people. In yeah. Sense. That's it's, all she is. It's who who, who can handle this? Yeah, precisely. Grand. Yeah, she's, she's just, not not, not a discriminating, discriminating. No, no, she's a, she's a philanthropist. She, yes. she's a, she, she believes in the free market, James. Yeah. You know, which is why she's trying to build over the environment. Oh, so yeah. she can make her own free market out of the sea. Um. But yes, yeah, so we see this beautiful buffet of delicious looking foods, um, all organically sourced, of course. Um, most gourmet food for an entire year. And obviously it's Wales, uh, Ash and Brock, who see, oh wait, it's, it's, wait there's still more. Uh, you can get one billion dollars, which I'm surprised that's like second billing, by the way. To all the food. Yeah. I mean, I mean, for Ash, who is basically a feral boy at this stage. With no sense of money. Yeah. Mm. In fairness, yeah, it's, it's a fair point. Like, you're, you're like, what, what, means, what means more to him? Yeah. Having abstract concept like money or having food. Yes. Food. Why would you have a million dollars when you have a big drumstick that's really juicy? Absolutely. Yeah. No, in fairness, Athena knows he, 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 she's she's smart enough in a sense here. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like she, she calls it that a million dollars and a few vouchers for the hotel because I'm still not actually constantly pay for being in the hotel. Yeah. Um, which is gas. So obviously, Missy's not having any of this at all. And um, while Ash is running towards the uh, the big set of curtains, but the fanboys go, no, this is our curtain. <laughs> uh, and uh, Nasina reminds them that they have to destroy every last tentacle. And uh, even Pikachu looks a bit uncomfortable with this, knowing, oh yeah, we're going to have to kill, kill a lot of Pokemon. Lot of Pokemon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Pikachu's probably the best equipped for it as well. You, that, that's the thing, yeah. that's what he knows. He's like, oh, I'm going to have to do this, haven't I? Yeah. I'm going to have to do a genocide. He's literally in the weather. <sighs> like, yeah. It's like, Oh, it's another day in the work of Pikachu. Zippity zap. I mean, he had no problem with the Spiros. He's just That's following orders. Yeah. Remember, Pokemon aren't bad, but Glasses are. Anyway, so Misty snaps, uh, and uh, by doing that, like a proper, like, fucking Fuzro da from Skyrim, just, like, blasting her down the fucking corridor, cast back into the arms of the fanboys. She, so Misty storms off as Nathena remarks is a girl who can't be bought. Good for Misty. Yes. Exactly, like, yeah. Uh, Again, I love it in the context. That's a negative trait. So it's just like, well, principles. Yeah, yeah. We can't set. We can't, we can't. We can't market that. A twelve-year-old girl with morals. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And um, why did your dog respond to the word morals? What are you teaching her? <laughs> <laughs> I told you it's a bit too early to give her civics lessons. Like, oh no, you can't start them too early. Yes, <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> anyway, 
So Ash and Brock are asking why Missy's annoyed and Missy can't see why the other two don't find her repulsive. Ash remarks, yeah, she's not my type. As if that's the problem. Like, you know, oh, yeah. Not the fact that she's trying to destroy the environment or, like, you know, try to bribe all of you or is, like, you know, hiring teenage boys to fan her. I don't know. Like, just there's something not right here about her. And um, so Missy says she wants to eradicate all the tentacruel and they're all so cute. Yes. And then that is. I agree. Do you I agree? Of course, do, do you, you agree? agree? I agree. Um, there is a um, uh, jellyfish that is native to Ireland uh, called the uh, blue flame. Mm-hmm. Um, is the name of it? Because um, it looks like blue flames if you're looking over. Like a lantern, kind of. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, they just remind me of them, and I love them. Uh, mm. So yeah, uh, I like them. They don't have the the ruby of the sea jewel in their head. Like if you were offered a million, say, kill every one of them. No, I wouldn't. But then, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a very weighted question. Like you know, I was just like, would it to kill? Would you, would you have one million dollars to kill all types of one animals? Like, probably not. That could do a lot of damage. Unless it's wasps. Fuck wasps, right? Wasps <laughs> can fuck off. I've, been, I've said this already. Wasps can fuck off. But apart from that, now you know. Yeah. But what, what would yourself, James? Would you say they tend to cool or acute or? It's not worth destroying an ecosystem on it. Oh, you think so too? Like, I mean, like, there's a like, reason there's a lot of them. Like, especially in something as simple as this. Like, her name's Nastina. You can't trust anything she's about. Yeah. That that wasn't her fault though. Like, clearly, her parents had a wicked sense of humor. You know, it was like. <laughs> and like, as we find out, she's related to Brutella. Brutella. Yes. So, uh, whole family's fucked up. I was yeah. gonna say it begs the question: What the rest of the family were called? What were the parents called? This is like you know, well, cuntface. Cuntface and bollock. Like, it's like, yes, you had no hope at all, like, you know. Um, but yeah, anyway, so, uh, like I said, it's, uh, she keeps saying that they're cute. Will that make it's, the cut? I don't know. It might. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> I'll leave that to Rick Nash to decide. <laughs> <laughs> so, they're cute, they're squishy. The red spot is called the Ruby of the Sea, which is a good tagline for uh, if you want to sell them. So, what did you try describing the uh, Blue Flames as? Like little lanterns, essentially. Little lanterns, yeah. 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 Squishy lanterns. <laughs> squishy, 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 stingy lanterns. <laughs> squishy, stingy lanterns. Get them out of their hearts. Caught a few of them. <laughs> just there, like, just for buzz, like, up to your ankles in the sea, throwing balls in. Why won't they work? <laughs> I saw it on TV. Um, so Ashton can't understand her fascination with water Pokemon, and then Missy then gushes over the horsey calling it an artist, which is yep. true, because it did draw something. And um, as you're saying this, we see Pikachu. And again, Ash just being dense and was like, oh, oh totally. squiggles. Yeah, it's just like squiggles. It's like, oh, yeah, no, I, did, I didn't want to see anything there. I just saw black ink. As it's like, even I could see there's a jellyfish. <sighs> Everyone could see it's a jellyfish. Yeah. Anyway, so Pikachu then uh, is in a paddling pool, um, sipping on orange juice, as you do, with the horsey. Uh, Brave horsey. Uh, yes. <laughs> Brave, the ha- happy little horsey. Um, and uh, Missy the hugs a horsey which is quite cute and Miss Brock, and Brock going oh the super potion actually seemed to work which I believe was our first mention of like yeah, the, potions yeah. and shit like you know nice little continuity of the game uh, so Ash is impressed with Misty and, and horsey seemingly communicating and uh, Misty then tries to listen Ash realising the drawing look like a tentacle and uh, has really caught up with everyone else now at this point going, I'd yeah. say everyone else is well ahead. Yeah, they've they they've established now right now why is there why is that yeah. happening? Whereas Ash is going, Oh it was a Pokemon. Fuck. I thought he was giving us directions to the local seafood restaurant. And <laughs> um, so yeah, so we as they're kinda of like um look, they're kinda of talking through this, so Brock then connects the tentacle to the exploding boats, which is not a typically something that happens. Yeah. But okay, fair enough. And then Norse horsey is going like yes, 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 this is all happening. Um, but before I even kind of take any action on that, uh, the timeline system rings out and we hear Nastina. Because apparently she has access to the PA system in uh, Porta Vista. I mean, she seems to own the time. Seems that way, anyway, yeah. Uh, and she's recruiting volunteers, offering a million dollars to destroy all tentacles, um, complimenting her own generosity as the fanboys pose around her. Um, so, yeah, and again, the hilarious thing is, it's kind of like, like, no one would ever do that, it's cruel. Yeah, about that. Yeah. Um, so, anyone who wants money should go to East Harbour now. And Missy scoffs that that is never going to happen. She'll never get people to destroy a tentacle. And, and then stampede. Literally get run over by a great a fucking arse load of people. Yep. Pop running down. So, um, yeah, they all call it for Nastina. All cheering for her, all applauding this. So, it's good to know that the people of Porta Vista are just as vacuous and empty as Nastina is. Like, I mean, it comes in territory. 
these things are little terrorists as yeah. far as the people of the town are concerned. Any time you try to build in the town, the tentacles start. And it's when attacking. you try and build on the coral. Yes, I think um, that's the main issue. Like you know, build around. It, like, you look at any of these port towns, and they rely on tourism. Yeah. So you know, if the, the this is definitely being... going to be eating your tourism. Mm. These tentacle attacks. Yeah. They're aver- they, but they are a if you don't They're try and build on the actual coral, then you don't annoy the tentacle, and you're okay. You build if you build, build out like inwards instead of outwards. Yeah. is what we're kind of saying there. The actual issue is that like they're building a massive luxury hotel on top of their home. So, in a seaside resort, you should build further inland. Before, build up, like make up use with the space you have, or like you know improvise. You don't like wreck the environment doing so. It's perhaps what the argument is, is saying there. You know. I know. I know. I mean, you don't. You literally don't do what the song says to tear down paradise and put in that fucking parking lot. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's not what we're asking for here. We're asking, don't annoy the jellyfish. Because you know why? The jellyfish shoot fucking lasers. What like, move does Tentacle know? Good question. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what Pokemon no, they got from this. No, they, they, the laser comes from the Team Rocket failed experiment. Oh. Of having the like, handheld tentacles going. That was what they. That was what they for the Mewtwo tests. Yes, that's it. I was like, right now we're going to turn tentacles into weapons. Yes. Yes. There we go. That's how it works. Um, so yeah, you get the stampede, they all bash through, chanting for Nasina. Convenient enough, a tank rolls up to the crowd, and Nasina appears in combat fatigues and a helmet, megaphone ready to, to get the masses out to do her work for her. Yep. Again, it says a lot about the work, about the amount of money she has, if she has just a tank on standby for whenever stuff like this happens. You know? I mean, the hotel business is cutthroat. Yes. So that's so insane. So initial hostile takeover. Yep. Just treat it as if it's a military junta. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, okay, fair enough. And um, I, I have to take a word for it. I didn't realise hospitality was that bad, but that explains why there's so many hotels in town. <laughs> They've got the tanks, you don't. <laughs> so Just wait, as Dublin grow, builds more hotels. We're going to have to go here. up, because the Liffey refuses to have a hotel on it. Yeah. You know, all the, um, the, the seagulls will rebel or something. I don't know. Absolutely. I don't know what our natural animal is in the in, inner city of Dublin. It's Junkies. Either, I mean, <laughs> there's certainly a lot of them. There's an abundance of them, but I don't think they're. I would call them. They're not the. They're, they're a plague. They're plague. Yes. Well, we've had enough fucking plagues for one fucking year, James. Please. I mean, are we not even worried about the war on drugs? Oh, just me then. Just me. Just me. Scared of the war on drugs. Okay, fair enough. Anyway, um. So yeah, she um. She goes to crowd to asking who wants the one million dollars because. By the way, she's saying it, only one person can get yeah. it. They can't share it. Yeah. So it has to be the one person who gets the killing shot, I guess, on the tentacle. Or who brings her the most heads. Or brought her the fucking tactical nuke she needs, apparently. Absolutely. Um, so uh, we then see like a rose with like a sucker at the start, at the front of it, sticking to the can of the tank. And Ash is drambling about people to see what's happening. And we see a speedboat rushing in, uh, uh, and it's obviously Team Rocket on it, but like proper like Mammy Vice style. So, yeah. Like, yeah. Rushing in to save the day. They recite their motto on the deck of the boat and Nastina admires their spunk. Uh, saying that's a new definition of spunk. Um, I think you'll find, Ash, uh, people have a lot more different definitions of spunk than you might know, but you know, <laughs> we'll let you discover that in your own time. Um, the team rocket go full fashion police remarking on Nastina's hair. Uh, they get hit by the tank's cannon. Because <laughs> to, to remind you, like, Nastina has more or less the same like hairstyle as Brutella uh, had. Yeah. Um, so it's like pigtails and uh, she's trying to dress younger than her age. Yes, by a factor of ten. Yeah. Mm. Um, which is quite upsetting. I don't like people that do that anyway. Because it's like, like literally dress your age, lads. It's ridiculous. Um, so get, they obviously get hit by the cannon. Jesse then defends it by calling it distinctive. And Meowth goes, yeah, emphasis on the stink. Which is whatever we're playing. I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, team Ro- uh, Rocket then butter up by saying sorry and offering to lead the project to them. Uh, which is, again, ideal. Uh, so she agrees to it and says the million dollars is theirs if they're successful. Bear in mind, of course, that Rocket is still like on pocket change here yeah. Yeah. from the last two episodes. They do need the money. They have, they've got motivation here. Um, so Rocket sped off in the boat. As Missy says, they're disrespecting the ocean. Which, um, uh-huh. when they say like, when she says it like that, I mean... You're going to disregard her. I'm going to disregard When you say you're disrespecting the ocean, I'm going to piss in that ocean to disrespect <laughs> it. You know what I mean? Like, try and get me onside, not alienate me, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm joking, of course. I love the ocean. Um, the male uh, chance that they're making a million dollars as the others say just killing some jellyfish 
uh, basically, and they're going to do it by using their super secret stun sauce. So, let's get our, our, our chef's hat on here. What's in this stun sauce? Uh, electrolytes. That's a start. Mm. I, I think it's just going to be like salt. It's just like um, not necessarily like sodium salt, but like just salts that will fizzle up those jellyfish. But like metal salts in a yeah. sense. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like I, I had an idea. I actually do have a theory that's actually made of rare candies. Because uh, as we find out later on, it does cause, it does force an evolution. So I think the, I think the, whatever the secret ingredient is, is obviously something that does cause paralysis. But I think the actual like, uh, if you will, if you like the cocoa butter in this, in this mix is the, uh, is the rare candies. And I don't think it was intended, but that's how it ends out. So. Like I mean, you've, seen, you've seen Pokemon evolve out of sheer anger and stuff like that before. That's true. Like Charmeleon evolves just out of sheer pride. And Gyarados, of course. And Gyarados. Yes, famously. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's that's a possibility as well. And um, I guess you can have like uh, the, the cherry berries, the ones that actually cure paralysis. Mm-hmm. Put a regular them in there, and that's gonna be a real spicy sauce, isn't it? That could stun you. And uh, I don't know if you have, if there's a, do you, I don't have any foods. A, a salty scum. There we go. <laughs> oh, salty scum. Salty scum. That has uh, to be in there as well. Yeah. So what what we're saying is, no, no, no. Tentacle is a poison type. So how would you use something poisonous on it? Oh, fair point. So we need something earthy. <laughs> uh, cumin there we go oh That's there we go. you go cinnamon something real this filthy like that so anyway so they make their own sun sauce again uh, recipe pending they'll pour it into the ocean over the tentacle catch them all and sell them off in the fish market but Obviously we dead. know that we can't you can't eat them oh yeah Oh well, that's what uh, Nastina says. But surely Team Rocket like don't care. They just are like I'm just gonna sell them. It's your problem. You can't eat them. <laughs> it's um, your digestive problem. <laughs> <laughs> so as the daydreaming, the boat is being pushed back um, as they're um, talking, and uh, they've gone straight into a massive pile of tentacle, which is a shame. Uh, at the dock, people see the shimmering of red lights at the sea. Yep. And uh, Miev goes to deploy the sun sauce, but they realise there's not enough of it. And one tentacle among some hilarious... I don't know if you remember, remember this, this spot where like you see tentacle, right? Yeah. And then there's like four or five different tentacles around it. Yeah. But they're all like blued out as if they're under, as if it's meant to be underwater. Yeah. And like they're still... Uh, they're over the water. Like, yeah. It's like a real kind of... It's almost like a wallpaper of tentacle. It's a really... Like it's, really a, it's weird a shot. It's a very weird shot. Like it's clearly... They were clearly meant to be underwater. Yeah. But they just like kept that and then just put one on top of them and had that shoot the laser. But like... Like it's that one is in the water. The other ones are yeah. It's very strange. Yeah, it, it is not great animation. No, no, you can tell they didn't give shit about this one. And um, so as so yeah, anyway, it's the, filler. It's filler. So <laughs> ultimately, doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, so the um, it's the tentacle uh, shoots a beam from its ruby and destroys the boat. So now we know why the sailors jumped out the last time. It wasn't just because. So, pot maybe is that hyper beam or? It kind of had to be hyper beam, wouldn't it? Like realistically speaking. No idea what else it could. It couldn't be anything else though. Like I mean, it's like not from what, what tentacle learns because tentacle is more like wrap, constrict, acid, sludge, yeah. that sort of shit. Like you don't, they don't actually learn any beam moves. They don't even learn any much water moves. Yeah. Grand scheme of things. So it had to be something like hyper beam or, or something that even more obscure. Um, but it does anyway. So the barrel of sun sauce conveniently lands on the one tentacle that attacks, makes it evolve into tentacruel. Yep. Which is like oh shit, and uh, Ashton. And it's on. massive. And it's huge. And it's absolutely It's massive. a giant tentacruel, yeah. Um, okay, so there must have been like Dynamax candies in there as well then. Yep. Something like that. Um, Whatever it was that made the Dragonite massive from earlier on in the season. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, is it just the water? Is there something in the water? That's it. It's so much pollution. We've said it's Cuban. Yes. It's so much pollution in the water that it actually just it makes Pokemon bigger just yeah. for like, no reason. So like you'll check down there's like a massive sea king just like taking down ships like fucking Moby Dick like. Be my friend. Oh shit. <laughs> so, Knock that into the water. So anyway, Ash does look on and uh, worried that Team Rocket is caught in one of Tentacruel's tendrils and we cut to commercial on that. We'll talk yes. about a cliffhanger. So, now that we're on break, it's yeah. time for... Who's that Pokemon? <laughs> I still love putting the jingle in afterwards just when my people listening in listen to duplication <laughs> on a podcast. Absolutely. Anyway, so yes, you know the drill by now, lads. We are going to uh, 
play Who's That Pokemon, where one of us has to uh, pick a mystery one, and the other two have to guess it. So, as things stand, I am currently in the lead by two from yep. James. Verkbot did win, yep. but it's still slacking behind ever so slightly, yeah. uh, by a factor of ten points. Well, Okay. Uh, yes, round. So it's my turn this time. Okay. So it's up to you guys to suss this one out. So I'm going to start with the dex entry. Um, this time it's from uh, Diamond and Pearl. Okay. Okay. So this one is Disliking sunlight, it sleeps deep in forests and caves until sundown. Can you say that again? Disliking sunlight, okay. it sleeps deep in forests and caves until sundown. Okay. Um, I'll take the first guess. I think Guinness has something to say about that. And I'm going to go with Sand Slash. Sand Slash, okay, interesting. Okay. Um, things that don't like the sunlight. Mm. Thinking maybe something that is caught to be found in a cave. And forests, don't they? Yeah, forests. I'm trying to think when. But forest things that, like grass types, tend to like the sunlight. Yeah. I might go Tangela. Tangela? Okay, interesting. You are both wrong. Okay. okay. So I'll give you another uh, little uh, tidbit. Uh, I'll go for an ability that it has. Inner focus. Okay. Uh, priming. Priming. Okay. See, I probably would have gone for that myself. Mm. Um, inner focus, what else has that? going to stab in the dark and uh, hit one charm. You're both wrong. Oh. So we move on to three points here. I'm going to give you one of its moves. Okay. Uh, haze. Okay. I'm going to go with Haunter. Haunter, okay. I think this makes, like, helps me his takes out any um, any stat boosts that have been done in it so far. So you've got the shit stirring Pokemon tend to have it. The ones who like your shit houses. Yeah. Which is like you look at your poisons, you look at your ghosts. Mm. Zubat. Damn. The caves, like, I literally, that, yeah. I thought that would be yeah. too obvious. That's what oh. I love, what I love about that was that it, 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 the actual forest part tripped everybody up. Yeah. Like, this, like, sunlight. Because um, like, that was so obvious. Because yeah. it's a vampire bat. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Fuck's sake. So, you did get points, Burkwell. Yeah. Only not, two, no. though. I, I, like, I was thinking Zubat at the start, and I was like, he's not going to say that. He's not going to have to do that. I did. You were, you were wrong with that assessment. <laughs> so. Okay, well, I've made progress. Yeah. Y yes. You're 10 points off the lead, which is something. Yeah. Yeah. Let's you're go with second that. Second place. And yeah. you can. You're in third. Or you're. I am, you know, closing in on second. Yeah. If you get a. If right off the bat next time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you, you have to nail the next one. After, okay. after you nail the next one. Or else we're, we're going to replace you with Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, isn't that right? Don't you know all the Pokemon, don't you? Yes, you do. 
Yes, you do. That's why you want to get on the show, don't you, Beth? Yeah, there you go. Now, so, we cut back to see Tentacle wrapping itself around one of the buildings under construction. People run away, as Brock says. It's impossible to see a tentacle this that big. Yeah. Have you forgotten the island of giant Pokemon? Yeah. Have you forgotten the Dragonite? Have you forgotten all the other giant Pokemon you've seen? Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, yes. You have. Oh, no, he had said like tentacle tends to be about seven foot max. Yeah. yeah. And that is clearly. That is it's, often, it's clearly not seven foot. Yeah. Uh, so then the Pokedex then is uh, is brought out and explained that the tentacle is the gangster of the sea. Mm-hmm. Quit being marshy. Ash Griffin that it must be the gang leader while Misty said thinks the tentacruel is in trouble so um, she's kind of obviously the whole point has been like she's been kind of like sensing something else yeah. above this because she's like the got the hook up with water Pokemon yeah. you know and she went on the courses to understand their behaviour and how they swim and stuff like that you know it's, it's, it was nice it was good um, so Nasina is uh, set in the uh, in the tank and tells us the fanboys to start firing um, so while still in their swimming trunks they fire off rocket launchers at the tentacruel which seems like a a risky form of um, yep. protection. Like she's got the full get up and yet they don't. They're not allowed to wear clothes. No. No, no it's against the rules. Um, and they to, have to win in style. <laughs> but as being as fabulous and scantily dressed as possible. Absolutely. Basically what we're saying is that Cena is, uh, is Hugh Hefner's sister. That's what we're saying here yep. really. Um, Playgirl Mansion. But um, yeah, so uh, <laughs> as she um, basically does that, the, the rounds of the bazooka bounce off the tentacruel which means you've chosen poorly. <laughs> <laughs> so as the scene commands more, they are basically swarmed by tentacles who run over her and the fanboys. And there's like literally like a conveyor belt of tentacles, yeah. like yeah. copy pastes as it, go, as it comes. Um, which again, very appropriate for how like tentacle is in the game generally, to be honest. Yeah, so, there's millions of them constantly. Yeah. Yep. Like I said, folks, they have the Zubats at the sea. Um, so Missy then wants to save the tentacles, but Ash warns her about an upcoming tidal wave, which indeed it is. We see the head of a tentacruel looming over the city skyline with a big wave following it as people run for safety. And um, again, like depending on like your when you're kind of seeing this episode, tsunamis, the whole like this this thing does actually happen, so it can bring back uh, unfortunate um, PTSD. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it crashes into view, then covered in tentacles, and um, our team rocket do anyway, uh, and then the wave do kind of come in. So <laughs> team rocket themselves are grabbing onto a flagpole, saying they're nice, they're high and dry. Yep. They look down and they go, oh, we are very much high. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they see they're well above the building. So Tentacruel then hurls a strut at the Ferris wheel and it takes it down in one go, which is impressive, to be honest. And Nasina waves it off saying it was insured, which is, you know, <laughs> fair point. So she shoots two it's machines. Insured against giant jellyfish attacking. Like, that's some insurance plan. Yeah, in fairness, like, I mean, it's, it's oddly specific. And I'm sure <laughs> the claims company were going like, okay... Sure. Well, I'm not sure why you're asking that, but quote is. <laughs> um, and then she starts shooting what is essentially an M4 carbine at the, uh, at the tentacle threatening revenge, but the wave takes uh, her out as well. Um, so Brock then and the townspeople are taking, uh, covering what seems to be like an observatory over the town. Uh, and uh, basically it reminds us that the horsey, reminds of the horsey who tried to warn them. And... Um, and Missy then recorded by saying the tentacle are only going to be made out as villains. So even she doesn't agree with the tactics here by the uh, by by the ones that whose you know habitat is being endangered. And so the tentacles then shoot at the buildings as the tentacle swims along, smashing its tendrils along a, a nearby building. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ash then tries to see if Pikachu could help out, and it's obviously scared because look at the size of that fucking thing. What does Ash think it's going to do? Exactly. Yeah. It's like that's. Not... It is a water type, though. At it least is. he's learned. He's got some ideas. I, I would say Pete sent Pikachu up against it, no matter what it was. Mm. If it was a giant onyx, Pete still sent Pikachu. Yeah. He literally is his only course of action. And like Bulbasaur and Swirl goes like, dude, dude, <laughs> right, dude, I'm right here. Tag me in, bro. Um, but yeah. I have to fight a giant Magmar, I have a Squirtle. <laughs> Pikachu. <laughs> Bulbasaur, for fuck's sake. I'm in a fucking volcano. Anyway. So um, yeah, Ash obviously agrees that yeah, no, let's, maybe not. So Brock directs their attention to something and we see Tentacruel holding Meowth up in the air. Uh, and this is where it gets a little bit weird. So Jesse and James look off from the flagpole. Meowth has completely abandoned them. Yep. Uh, as James says the word, it's a Tentacruel world. Um, uh, uh, and she's, uh, that probably should have been the episode's title. <laughs> it actually would have been in fairness it would have been better yeah. but the thing is the best thing about it was that like he's going like oh we've lost Meowth it's clearly must have drowned in the, in the wave and then makes the pun but like whips out the fucking rose to say it yeah. <laughs> tone, tone and timing James 
uh, and then rightfully another wave knocks him off the flagpole so they're both dead um, good so again this is where it gets a bit weird because um, like this is a bit of a sci-fi like vibe to this uh, next, pe- next piece and I said I was going to mention more Star Trek and, and I will the tentacle are very clearly the Borg if someone on the writing staff was watching like the next generation around the time and just said Ooh, I like the Borg let's make the Pokemon <laughs> into the Borg because then like they do exactly the same kind of things like they do like the they're all working as one unit they're all like autonomous they all yeah. think as one they're all talking as one they have red lasers on their faces like it all works yeah it's all consistent I can see it yeah so Meowth's eyes then are completely wided out a tentacle climbs onto its head and starts speaking through Meowth um, as is a well established ability of tentacle and tentacruel yes the psychic types the psychic types the psychic type <laughs> tentacles yeah yeah Clearly you're not familiar with their Cantonian form, um, which uh. makes them more psychic. <laughs> Clearly. I mean, you have to do your research, James. It's not good enough. Absolutely. Um, so yes, uh, humans have destroyed their home and now they'll have their revenge in this life or the next. Um, and they will there destroy the world like humans have cruelly tried to destroy theirs. So they do have this kind of like robotic like voice talking to me out. So yeah. that's why it, 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 was, it was heavily inspired by something and I just can't put my finger on it. <laughs> There was something about the line resistance is futile that really threw me off when the tentacle were talking. I don't know what you're talking about. You it once if you saw how they behaved you'd know. Because right, yeah, okay. it's very similar. <laughs> um, so anyway, they this we see a shot of the tentacle rampaging as tentacle rotate like aiming lasers as they do. So that's the whole kind of like, they, they are somehow like in like a collective like a hive mind. A hive mind. Because that's what the that's what those uh, guys were talking about. Yeah. They are a hive mind themselves. So. Yeah. It's all the same way. So Meowth, in quotation marks there, says, no one has a right to complain about it. And Asha affirms that their home was where a hotel was being built. We knew and that. everyone says, we know! <laughs> That's what we were arguing about. Yeah. You were too busy looking at fucking drumsticks. And money. And hotel vouchers. <sighs> anyway. I'm scantily clad boys. Well, that was when probably... In probably. fairness, Jonathan couldn't stop staring at that either. Yeah. <laughs> it was just so distracting it was like whoa, whoa, whoa. so confusing next thing you knew you had signed up to commit a genocide and you know what I hadn't even realised I killed jellyfish even coming down here it was incredible um, so yeah then after all this then Missy then starts interpreting what Horsey was trying to say and she's kind of disappointed herself not to see the whole picture which is about the fact that like you know Tendril are looking for revenge anyway you yeah. know, they're, the, yeah. they're going to be the bad guys here so again like, it's kind of like a for a filler episode it's very Missy centric in yeah. a sense but they don't go kind of the whole hog about her as a character it's more like her yeah talents may, or skills maybe maybe that's what you're putting it yeah and so yeah as, as this happens a tendril smashes through the observatory uh, and horsey is crying out in the water so this or words to that effect <laughs> so as the tentacruel turns around and speaks to Meowth saying it's too late something incredibly <laughs> unairable <laughs> that's the part that's going to get cut out yeah that's disgusting you should be ashamed of yourself <laughs> saying that, that horse it's he has a family been, show it's a family <laughs> show exactly and um, that's why we say shit all the time but the tentacruel turns around speaks to me out saying it's too late saying it must, te- must teach humans a lesson and in fairness they've got a point yeah like the de- the humans are in the wrong here I'm on the tentacruel yeah. side you would like, be like he <laughs> They're basically like a... James is happy to build as many hotels as he can, given the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're basically... I mean, that, 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 that is the plan for Dublin. As many hotels as quickly as possible. And you can see why we're in the state we are now. People like you are thinking that way. So where's, where, where's our urban theatres? Where's our skate parks? That's what the people need. Not hotels. Our culture sites. That's what we need. <laughs> so, so anyway, yeah, an argument developed between um, the tentacruel and Horsey over who is spineless and if uh, humans would do more in the future. Tentacruel. I, I find it's funny that the jellyfish who are invertebrates are talking about being spineless. <laughs> that is kind of ironic, isn't it? Like, it's just like sponge. I'll show you who is sponge. <laughs> so attention propels it out of the water, and Ash tries to get Pidgeotto to catch it, which uh, Pidgeotto does and brings it safely into Missy's arms. Um, shaking as it does you know totally spooked at the fact that like, it nearly died from a yeah. giant tentacle oh yeah as you would do as you would do um, so um, Pikachu then stands up and says right now we're going for the attack and uh, 
uh, and and everyone is out for this one. So this is not necessarily a battle mode as such, because like this is just like a, a military battle at this stage. Yeah. 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 So we've, we've got, got cool, some cool team ups here. Yeah, we do. It's, we we've got some uh, we've got some alpha, beta, delta teams here. So yeah. um, we have Squirtle, Bulbasaur, Butterfree, Pidgeotto, Starmie, Staryu, Goldie, and Zubat all in the all in the attack here. So naturally, we have a regular flying types uh, and they're pairing up with the other ones. So yeah. perhaps we can kind of like rate the the, the pair ups and see if they're better or worse. Can we get get better ones? So uh, the first pair up is Pidgeotto and Pikachu. Yeah. Can't fault that. Although yeah. if Pikachu attacks, then Pidgeotto gets hurt. So that's true. But it, like as a bomb dropper, you know, oh, yeah. dropping Pikachu as the bomb mm. that could work. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Like I think I don't think you can get wrong with that. That's like the alpha team. Alpha yeah. team. That's your that's your the spirit spirit tip of the attack. Yeah. Uh, we also then I think the other one we had was uh, uh we, we kind of rattled through it anyway. So Butterfree, uh, Pidgeot and Butterfree get goes some away. Zubat is using Supersonic to push uh, stuff away. Staryu and Starmie are picking some up and dumping them back into the sea. So they're all different uses. And yeah. um, Ash is a uh, lost track of Misty. <laughs> we wonder what's going on with her. So while Tentacruel can't understand why Pokemon are helping humans, uh, basically Pidgeot and Pikachu, they get, they get hit. Uh, the other pair up was Butterfree and Bulbasaur, which yeah. is an interesting combo. Um, unfortunately, uh, Charmander was not selected. Um, I mean, against the giant water done? Pokemon that is learning that's growth from that that's growth yeah um, and I do believe Squirtle was with uh, Zubat I think I mean Zubat did a great job at carrying him he did yeah <laughs> <laughs> he tried his best to bat like come on yeah um, so yeah uh, Staryu um, Star- 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 and Goldine were like kind of like their own like uh, Delta team if you like just uh, working by themselves yeah so they get swatted down they all get hit by tendrils one by one essentially uh, and we see kind of Missy kind of what looks to be like a telephone pole. I'm not sure how it is a telephone pole by the rooftop, but you know it's fine. We'll work. It. We'll workshop it. Uh, and we see like tentacle looming in the background. Mizuga's glasses be swallowed down, and uh, Pidgeot and Pikachu get back up and basically stand up square up to the giant tentacle. So at this point, then tentacle is stopping uh, using Meowth as a puppet. Uh, and speaks to Pikachu directly. So we don't know what they're talking about here. Is yeah. The thing. We're, we're, this is where I missed the subtitles. But in a way, look, I like that there isn't because like it's lit, it's left up to our imagination what they're on about. Pikachu's just shouting your mother again and again. Your dad says Avon. No, it's, do you know what it is? It's that clip of the two dogs barking at each other. It's like, hey, hey, what's your name? Tentacruel. Fuck you, Tentacruel. Hey, fuck you too. What's your name? Pikachu. Fuck you, Pikachu. <laughs> so I I choose to believe that's what the conversation yeah. is. And um, so anyway, they um they keep debating and so forth. Uh, P- Brock interpreting that Pikachu's trying to reason with Tentacruel as best you can, I guess. And um, so Tentacruel's about to smack the whole lot down as uh, Misty then tells her to stop from a nearby rooftop. And um, so Misty then is uh, showing this bit of character saying they plead them to take him back to the ocean. Misty is pleading the humans know what they did. They're saying they won't destroy their homes anymore and says they're sorry. And please under all circumstances ignore the rainforests they're fine there's nothing happening there at all just let's, let's just save the coral one step at a time you know and um, so Mia says if it happens again they will not they will not stop which I think is a fair yeah, warning would, yeah. yeah you know because like I said you, you've given them their one chance so uh, and again as thanks for being like his puppet Tentacruel throws Meowth into the Ferris wheel like back to where you know his owners are like presumably he thinks that the owners he's like I'll reunite you with your family uh, they might be dead but I like that you I like that you think that's what he was doing a force like well I know where they landed so yeet yeah <laughs> not the case of like let's get rid of this fucking cat yeah I'd say it's more that <laughs> so anyway just by chance Meowth lands in the Ferris wheel and rejoins Jesse and James by the rubble who are also like you know a bit worse aware has to be said and uh, indeed the tentacruel and the tentacruel swim away Nasina thinks it's not over yet though because again, she doesn't like giving up anything without a fight. So she gets a bazooka out of Tentacruel who turns back. And again, I love that the Tentacruel now has the knowledge of knowing, oh, only some humans are assholes. Yeah. You know, so at that point then, she keeps threatening, shooting Uzis, um, which is nice to have mm-hmm. at this point. Should have brought them out earlier on, to be honest with the, you know, with the crowd control, but here we are. Uh, so Ashen and Brock uh, run down as the scene and gets hit by some ink from Horsey, blinds her. And Missy chastises Nastina as she does. Tentacruel looming over Nastina. She keeps going like, well, I can probably beat you up or something. Um, but no, she thinks better of it. 
she thinks he can get into business with Tentacruel. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. as you know, Tentacruel, as a Pokemon, have great business sense. Look, he's a gangster. He's a gangster, and she's like... Uh, she is also a gangster. Yeah. Mm. It could be a good pair-up. It would be an awful pair-up for, you know, humanity. Yes. But, um, yeah... They could have they could have had a line of like underwater hotels just for tentacles. Yes, that could have been the business deal, but uh, I, I fair to say that wouldn't have worked long term. Maybe I mean other Pokemon would be looking for theirs, and then it just like gets really crowded underwater, like fucking SpongeBob, It'd be ridiculous. <laughs> so the town starts rebuilding after the damage, uh, as uh, <laughs> as hilariously Nasina swatted away into the sky by the tentacle who swims away himself. Yeah. So everything's getting back to normal, and uh, we we actually do see Bertella in this episode. Yes. Because hilariously enough, if we're going by the last episode's band, we have no idea who she is. Yeah, yeah. so it's just you're landing in on top of this unknown character who looks replica yes. character. Yes. And and again, Asina then crashes in, destroys her like little makeshift uh, shack that she was building. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they were cousins all along. Yeah. I didn't realise they're... Again, I, I don't know if like... I mean, given that Joy and... Jenny are Jenny all also exist. cousins as well. Yeah. Like, I get the feeling they meant they're meaning a different word, but cousins is like a nice catch all. Yeah. yeah. Not sisters, not fucking siblings, that type yeah. of deal. But uh, either way, so sunset hits and we see the trio on a boat heading out uh, of Porto Vista. Finally, we get to see somewhere new next episode. Oh, uh, filler's finally over, right? Right. The right. fat controller right. laughed. You were wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> so, they, tend to, uh, they all agree in the end, the technical were quite reasonable about it in the end, you know? Something about being about the homestead being threatened, forcing them to take action. Like, well, who, who does that? Name me <laughs> one time in history where right. someone has defended their homeland, James. Not coming to mind. See, nothing at all. Nothing yeah. at all. Um, so, like I said, she she uh, she still thinks they're cute, but her horsey is cuter. Yes, she actually did catch the horsey. Yeah, it's her horsey. It's her horsey now. Yeah, she brings it out and catches it in her arms, and Missy ashes uh, or Missy steals ashes uh, catching pose. Yeah. The, yeah, the peace sign. The peace sign, yeah. Yeah, and then, then Brock starts stealing it as well. So everyone's like bullying the 10 year old who thinks he's cool. <laughs> Have you ever done that? Have you ever like seen a child go like, oh, I can do that better? No, I don't think that much about it, but fair enough. Like, uh. shows you how much they hate him already. Uh, and yeah, it, it wants you a bit of a bit of slagging off of Ash, uh, Pikachu and Horsey enjoying the sunset. Yeah. And uh, the narrator goes, well, what's happened next in this adventure? And oh, what about Team Rocket? They're in a barrel. They're being towed in a barrel by the ship. Yep. Sure. Which is fine. Yeah. It gets into the next episode. Yeah. Literally transports into the next episode. You know. And uh, that's it. That is the episode. Like, very minimal Team Rocket in the end. Absolutely. Yeah. Very surprising. Um, Like, all that they were good for in the end was having a translator. Pretty much, yeah. If anything, Meowth actually had a use. For the first time in, like, 20 episodes, Meowth had a use. Yeah. Yeah. He was useful. And not just an inconvenience. I mean, still yeah. more so than usual. Yeah, as a word. Yeah, I know what you mean. But yeah, like that's that's the episode, lads. Yeah. So now, thankfully, um, with a refreshing change of pace, we actually do have some Pokemon to talk about. Yay! So let's start off. Uh, let's Horsey. Indul- let's start off with Horsey. Yeah. So um, so again, uh, it's kind of shocky to hear this, but yeah, there it's a it's a seahorse. <gasps> it's meant to be a seahorse. Uh, but yeah, and it, it there's not much else to it. Like you know, it's uh, in terms of name wise. So, uh. Essentially, the reason why they call it a dragon Pokemon, basically, is that the Japanese word for seahorse is dragon's child. Oh, okay. okay. Right, so the, like, the real actual Japanese name is Tatsuno Otoshigo, and that means dragon, child of the dragon. So that's why they call it seahorses. Um, and it's obviously derived from like the myth that a seahorse that lives for a century will transform into a dragon. Fair enough. So if you think about that, that's why horsey evolves into Seedra and then into Kindra. Yeah. Because Kingdra is a, is a is a dragon type as yeah. opposed to the O2 just being water types. And hence why it needs a scale to evolve and all this shit. So it's a bit, its ability to shoot ink is obviously uh, squid oriented as well. And uh, basically it's like the shape the way it's shaped kinda of makes it look like a pistol. Yeah. So it's kinda of like it's gun shaped in the sense. You know like how like um Reverend yeah, was intended to in, be a gun. Yes, in generation two. Yeah. So horsey is more like an actual like uh, actual squirt like a water a water pistol. gun. Water <laughs> gun, yeah, quite literally. Um, and yeah, it's it's essentially like it's the name comes from seahorse, yeah. <laughs> essentially. Um, and uh, yeah, that's, that's that's pretty much it. It's a very simple one, but I think everyone kind of likes horsey. Yeah, yeah, I love that line. Yeah, and uh, it has a really I, I love its ability as well called um sniper. 
which uh, for those yes. uninitiated, if you get a critical hit, it basically counts as like twice and a half of that damage. Yeah. So you could like give it a, a say a, fo- a dire hit or a focus energy and then have it murder everything. Yeah. Inside, and uh, that is always very fun when that happens. Yes. Oh yeah. You know it's great. Um, so that's Horsey and then obviously now we get to the uh, titular characters of this episode which is uh, Tentacruel and Tentacruel yep so obviously you're going to be shocked to hear lads it's a jellyfish yeah always has it a jellyfish and anyone saying otherwise um, is a liar but specifically it's a box jellyfish right yeah right so I think I'm going to sh- try and show you a picture of what it's meant to be based on and you'll probably see it there it's that uh that definition there you can yeah, kind of see it where's yeah. the ruby on its head well that's that's what we're going to figure out so it's uh, obviously a box jelly the they reckon it may be based off the what's called the uh, Chernex uh, fleckery or called sea wasp which is probably why I hate it so much <laughs> um, or it might be based off another type of box jelly which, which would be this fellow here um, which is the uh, Charuca Bernese uh, they're both Australian Okay. okay. So that it probably explains why like they're obviously sea oriented. So like if we're going by like the geography of where Canada would be, yeah. Like it's not necessarily. And that the the, their home was a coral reef. A coral reef, exactly. Yeah. And um, so, uh, funny enough, like again, it's it's kind of like a few inspirations in terms of like obviously it's squid and jellyfish and so forth, and uh, it's also kind of got like uh, what people kind of reckon is is kind of like kind of like a very B movie motif of yeah. like. The kind of like ugly looking like aliens and monsters that yeah. look and like grotesque and shit. So you might kind of get it off that as well. Um, hence why like I think like I think it's supposed to be like a trope in old um like uh, horror movies to have like a, a gem that would shoot lasers and shit yeah. like that. So that's where you reckon that came from. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's not much in terms of the name the, the actual etymology of the name is obviously tentacle and cool like yeah. something else to that. But in terms of the Japanese name, which is Menakuragi. Uh, they think it may be a combination of jellyfish and enemy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or they might also think it may be a pun of poison to the eye, which would, I think would make more sense considering it's a stinging jellyfish. Yeah. You know, I think that that's what it, I think it makes more sense that way. Um, so that's Tentacruel. Again, not, they're very much little on it, lads, all the same. Uh, and then we get to its evolved form, Tentacruel. Um, so I'm guessing it's like a Man of War jellyfish? Yeah, Man of War, pretty much, yeah. yeah. Um, you nailed it on the head there. Um, and again same idea it's kind of like uh, taken from like the B movies as well of like lasers and alien looking thing but definitely Man of War is the is, is the main inspiration I would say yeah um, I think there's a little bit of cracking in there as well but sure yeah, they both work on the same, same sort of material anyway but yeah, um, yeah I, th- I think that's the way it would work and, uh, and again not much actually it's, it's quite um, there's less like information in terms of the name it's kind of like a clever pun in the name of Tentacool in the Japanese version it just says poison jellyfish Okay. It's, uh, it's, it's up in Karate, yeah. There's yeah. nothing else to it. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's, that's essentially it. Like, this is kind of a Pokemon that's like neglected because it's so common. Like, yeah. it's literally everywhere. And then whenever you see a Tentacruel, it's like, for fuck's sake. Like, yeah. I've seen this so much, like, you know. Um, like I said, my soft spot for them um, is purely from my first booster. From getting a trading card. The, yeah, I got... Um, the two of them I got the tentacruel and tentacruel and the tentacruel was a shiny mm. and I was just bomb happy now I know that's not particularly rare as a card but on your first booster pack to get that kind mm. of combo I liked that oh, I yeah, got a full set seen, yeah. and you know one was shiny happy days yeah. Um. so yeah when you know um, I had seen the episodes you know before getting into the cards I suppose so mm. uh, I was like oh my god it's this giant evil jellyfish thing great um, but yeah, no. Um, I they're they're not the most interesting. No. Um, definitely horsey out. Yeah, the the new Pokemon's my favorite. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think that goes I think, like horsey is one of those ones where like I I feel bad forgetting it because like even in in, in normal game it kind of pops up at a bit of an inconvenient time. It's too weak whenever you find it for mm. it to be brought into your team. Yes. Normally. Now that being said, and that's every case for Seizure overall. Like it's very hard to justify having Seizure in your team. Kinder, on the other hand, very big boy. Oh yeah. If it's hard, it's one of those ones where like you have to work at getting it because you have yeah. to have a heart, a seizure, yeah. you have to have the item, and then have a friend to trade. And uh, once you have all those three ingredients, you get a pretty good fucking Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. No, the thing is, it's still weak at attack, and it's not a great. It's a very, it's an all rounder, like as I recall, like it has. It More defensive, have... as I've used them. 
Um, it depends. Like I think stats wise, he's like an all rounder. Like um, like a little bit of special attack, but like mm. depends on who what you get with like their stats wise. But yeah, he's a he, yeah one of those ones where like bit of a jack of all trades, master yeah. of none. But it's still a pretty decent Pokemon. Right. Um, a good option. Uh, and that's it, lads. That's yeah. that's the Pokedex. So um, the current score, lads, at the moment, if you're curious, um, Ash Ketchum of Sound Mind and Body, enjoy quotation marks there, has seen forty three uh, Pokemon and caught ten. That's where he's at at the minute. Okay. So there we go. We're, we're, slowly we're, getting there. Slowly getting there. Yes. And eventually he'll have a full deck, and we'll all be very happy for him. And then he'll have to do it all again in Joker. <laughs> um, so with that being said, lads, we are going to uh, leave it here for this episode. Um, yeah. Again, one of those type of filler episodes that just happens. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed. I liked this episode in particular because it was shit happening. There was like. Yeah, I I, I liked it. There there was the environmentalist part of me was you know <laughs> catered to. There was the feminist part of me because Misty's kind of the main character. Yes. Like, you know catered to. Um. Uh, yeah. And um, you actually like jellyfish as well. Uh, I do. So yeah. yeah all it, it was a very good. Are you episode. sure you're on Misty? No. To be confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever have you have you three sisters that also seem to do water choreography as well? Have you ever done synchronized swimming? <gasps> no. No. <laughs> and that's where it falls down. <laughs> so, um. So either way, guys, that is uh, that is the episode in a nutshell. Um. So uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, as ever, you can watch back all of these episodes. Uh, on the Low Blows Network by uh, basically just tuning in every week every Tuesday or whatever day this is these are coming out now uh, and as ever you can listen to all the other stuff Low Blows does including their flagship uh, wrestling uh, recap and their Ask Low Blows where they basically take the piss and ask questions uh, and all the other stuff they've done uh, in the archives if you are happen to be watching this on the Nerds of Us channel feel free to give us a subscription uh, we again do these uh, video versions uh, just so you can uh, click on them if you want and uh, Feel free to subscribe to Monday Madness while you're at it, uh, either to our Spotify, you can listen to all the podcasts we're putting out as well, uh, or subscribe to us on YouTube, because again, we really need the clicks, and uh, we're starving here, lads, seriously, help us out. Uh, and about that, en- enough guilt tripping, yeah. um, we'll see you next week, so Bye. see you then. <laughs>